0: your boy. Haley, um, I'm not starting the video, or not, not video, sorry, you <laughs> just filmed a YouTube video. Ah, uh, uh, I'm not starting the podcast about it but I want to start it off with controversial-ish question. Do you guys like cock and boncher?
1: <laughs> Absolutely right, if sir. So,
0: give, if so, uh, Give us a shout out to your friend, probably not your family. Um,
1: yeah, definitely <laughs> not your family.
0: Well, uh, but um, share this podcast with friends. Listen, you guys can listen to it. Oh my and god, laugh. this is so corny. Uh, we're just here to tell stories and make people laugh, I guess. So um, <laughs> join the fun.
1: So no, why? You sound like
0: an eighth grade enthusiast. An eighth grade enthusiast? Not enthusiast. In- <laughs>
1: A what? My first thought was 8th grade prostitute.
0: So I was like, wait, that's the wrong word. Oh. It just, yes. You're
1: but yeah, crazy. this one, we're literally by ourselves because everyone just sucks. <laughs> but, um, yeah. we have stories.
0: Yeah, we have a topic today because you noticed that all of our videos that is just us being crazy don't really have a lot of listens. But... Ones with topics do. So, we... Our topic today is just...
1: Random stories. Crazy
0: stories. Things. Scary stories. Funny I, stories.
1: I have a funny Any
0: story. Any story.
1: I have a funny story. So, my, my, okay. my parents, uh, before they got... Before they had me, decided it was good to go to Olive Garden. But the thing is, my mom looks 25 years oh, younger no. than she actually is. So, we're walking out of Olive Garden. And someone... <laughs> Someone screams, pedophile, to my father. Oh my god. And he's telling me, and I'm laughing so hard. Just imagine leaving off, like, a restaurant and hearing someone go, pedophile. And keep in mind, my mom looks like 27.
0: Oh my god.
1: But she looked 12. Oh. And she also oh, had the god. height of a 12-year-old, because that's how Filipinos are. Like, that's or where short.
0: you got your shortness from. It is.
1: okay what stories do you
0: (laughs) just imagine
1: (laughs) okay it's your turn go Um, we started off really dry
0: (laughs) that was kind of dry let me bring better okay so i'm gonna bring up this video that i sent them but you guys don't have visual eyes you have ears so, uh, I'll explain. So, one day, if... Should I... I'm not going to tell them what school I go to. Um, at school, uh, it was raining. And it was really <laughs> wet. And these kids, they were, like, doing penguin slides down the <laughs> pavement. Because we have, like, wheelchair-accessible, like, ramps not ramps, but like,
1: bridges, the, arcways, that stuff,
0: like, there's not a lot of stairs <laughs> there, so we're just slipping down, and I'm seeing these, and I'm like, oh my god, that sounds so cool, so I gather up <laughs> all my friends, and I'm like, guys, I'm gonna do a penguin slide, just like <laughs> these guys, and they're like, okay, let's videotape, you because they videotape every dumb idea I have and they don't they don't try to stop it they don't be like Haley, you're gonna kill yourself anymore <laughs> they've just experienced it way too many times they, they gave up so um I did it and instead of sliding like a cool person <laughs> I fell on my face. (laughs) She fell directly. I didn't slide at all. She just died. I just, I tried to slip, and I just died. It looked like one of those
1: cartoon things. She, like, she fell forward and, like, landed directly on her face.
0: It was not funny. And then some kid decided to go zoom. Yeah, and then, um, they were laughing, and then before that, sebastian one of my friends was like we i ain't paying for no medical bill bills. bill he's like the dad bill. of the group bill. <laughs> bill. <laughs> and then after t- my friend timothy was like yo we should pick her up and like use her upside down and just use her as a mop and i'm like "Guys, help me i'm still on the floor <laughs> yeah that's fun, but it's a little dry. We need crazy mm, stories, okay, scary um, stories.
1: So wait, I have, I have, uh, have a thing. So, apparently, I didn't hear because I'm deaf, but Haley asked if asked me and Logan if um if we would shoot our favorite person for two bucks, and we immediately go yes. And Haley's like, no, I wouldn't shoot Oikawa. But then my mans, my mans, my mans goes. You wouldn't shoot me for two dollars, Haley. Uh, yeah, but that's some that's some, that's some yeah. love square tea for you. Ooh, uh, scary story. Go. Did you just fart? Um,
0: no. <laughs> I wish that was so funny. I heard a fart. please Oh, that's me watching Unis On it.
1: <laughs> oh my chair. My chair. I oh. leaned back in my chair and nothing made the noise. I thought it was, in- I thought I was you.
0: Oh I thought I thought it was my video. Oh oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Um
0: <laughs> come on, this is um let's get scary story time. Okay, this isn't true story, but a lot of you guys probably heard it. I'm just going to tell a normal scary story that I've heard before. You guys could tell your friends this, freak them out of it. Um, Don't talk going, like a YouTuber, camping. please. Please. You sound it's like an 8-year-old YouTuber. Please, no. I'm not a YouTuber, what?
1: I know, but you sound like an 8-year-old YouTuber. Oh, yeah. Go to, um, um, uh, um. Actually, don't do that, because there's literally no videos, but, like, yeah, never mind. Continue.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, anyways, so, just freak your friends out with this story. Just, it's great. I I love telling all my friends this story, and they hate me for it, because they can't sleep. Okay, so, once there were, there was a family of five, there was a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister and a dog and they moved into this new mansion recently and it was their first day coming in checking it out and moving all their stuff in there and the the little boy and the little girl are running around and then they hear something creepy coming from upstairs and let me remind you these four floors in this house four floors so they hear a creepy very quiet voice saying it's coming <laughs> it's coming and it just keeps repeating itself with old creepy voice and they're like let's go check it out because we're ready to die no. uh they go upstairs to the second floor. And they hear it again, but it's getting louder. It's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it in a creepy way, cause that's not, I'm not trying to freak anyone out. I'm just trying to tell a story, I'm lazy. Uh, they just hear it's coming over and over and over again. Slowly, quietly, and creepily. So they go up to the third floor. It gets louder, but again, they think it's coming from the fourth floor, which is where the master bedroom is. So they go up to the fourth floor, and they hear the voice coming from the master bedroom, which is supposed to be their parents, obviously. So they make the great decision to go in that room really loud now and it's echoing through the walls going places (laughs) they hear it and then they hear it coming from the bathroom so they go to the bathroom every movie tells you no don't follow the voice right yeah don't that's but you do it anyways but they do it anyways they walk into the bathroom, and the voice is at its loudest. They are getting scared, <laughs> <laughs> and they walk. They hear it coming from the toilet room. You know, I don't know if you guys are have r- bathrooms where it's like the sink, and then I thought you were gonna to just the- end it with. I
1: thought you should end it with. I don't know if you guys have bathrooms.
0: Uh, uh, Also, I think I have Um, a fever. Great.
1: Continue. Um, Don't
0: die from... Good? I don't know. I'm gonna finish my (laughs) Um, Go to the toilet room. Before they open the door, they hear the voice getting, like, it's getting higher it's getting louder and it's afraid they open the door and they see this alien sitting on their toilet and it's saying it's coming it's coming and then they hear a loud plop it's here yeah How about an alien taking a shit <laughs> 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 it's, uh, Oh, the climax is just great. <gasps> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so I read... I literally don't have any other stories to tell because I'm boring and I don't have a life. But, like, I have some horror stories from the internet. Okay, this one's called uh, Bad Connections. Connection, apparently. Yeah, this
0: should just... Wait, this should just be about us scary- telling scary stories. That's gonna be the thing.
1: Okay. Um... Okay, I, I gotta like, I gotta like. I can't read stuff in a scary voice, so it's probably just gonna be me going, "Huh." Dana woke yeah. up in the hospital and reached for her phone. Why are you in hospital? Her fa- her face had been bruised by the explosion, and she was worried that her phone wouldn't recognize her. But after an extra half second, her phone unlocked, and she navigated to the camera roll. Dana exhaled. relief the video she had taken before the explosion was still there in it you could clearly see the soldiers carrying an explosive device onto the stage before the rally she had noticed only them because as a volunteer working security she had seen seen them slip in the back why why big words they convinced her that the jesus christ i just hit myself they had convinced her that the device was for surveillance, to protect everyone there, to see the candidate speak, but it seemed suspicious. And so she took, she shot a short video, fur-t- furtive, what, video, of them walking with it backstage. A few minutes later, her world went black, lives matter, from, from her phone she opened Facebook, is she a 30 year old? Is she Telling. 67? Opened Facebook and went to post a video. After the upload, a now familiar message appeared on the screen. Determining accuracy! The Fake News Act of 2024? had required social networks to prevent the spread of false information. Anyone who attempted to violate that act could be subject to fines or prison. It was a... It was off to a rocky start. Facebook, because I'm 67, was using a new artificial intelligence tool to do most of the compliance. Why did I choose this story? And the result could be unpredictable. But Dana knew what she saw. A moment later, a blinking red square appeared on the screen. It appears you are trying to share false news. The message read, "This is in violation of Facebook's terms of services and federal law. You posting privileges have your posting privileges have been temporarily suspended while we investigate." Oof. Dana's heart dropped. She she she, she, she searched for news of the bombing across social media using the hashtag that everyone seemed to be using. What she saw was unrecognizable. Every video she saw showed a different person carrying a bomb to the rally. Some showed the candidate herself carrying it in, in terrifying detail. Others showed long-dead historical figures and pop stars sneaking into the facility, their arms laden, laden laden with explosives. One showed a beautifully animated Mickey Mouse as the culprit. (laughs) Dana switched to Twitter, where the president had recently sent out a message. Incredible to see my opponents opponents bombing themselves at their old rallies. Awful. A small cry now from Dana. Even the bad deep fakes were better than anything she had seen before. The phone started to glitch because that's not fun. That's not fun. You know, when it's like 3 a.m. and your phone starts to glitch? Yeah. Then made a loud and unfamiliar noise. A message appeared on the screen Dana Hassan. Wow. You are now a suspect in an open false news investigation. This phone has evidence. Do not attempt to dispose of this phone in any way. Yes. I'm recording. How could you do this to me? Yeah. um in any way a law enforcement order the message says was en route to her location that's the end of the story That's not even
0: scary dude okay i have one. Right. Uh. i have two actually though, okay
1: yeah i gotta turn your volume right, up so, though
0: this one isn't as spiritual but it's freaky for me because i can relate but not not what happened to him, I can't relate to, but something. I'll tell you when it happened. Ah! Are you ready? Yeah. Right. yeah. Growing up, my bedroom was the only one that faced the front of the house last street. That's exactly like my, ha- my house. Re- you remember my big window? Okay. When I was about eight or nine, I woke up to my dad calmly but firmly telling me to get up, go in the bathroom and shut the door. I was annoyed because I was half asleep but I listened. Apparently I was more tired than I realized because I fell asleep on the bathroom floor. The next morning I asked my mom what happened. She seemed oblivious and confused. I looked at my dad like she was crazy and asked him why he had woken me up. He denied doing it. I was becoming frustrated to the point of tears but I ultimately let it go. Fast forward to college. I was home one break. And I decided to ask again. I had the thought of that night off and on, for, and it still bothered me. This time, I get- my dad goes, Huh, I was wondering if he even remembered that. Turns out, a lot of houses on our block were being vandalized and robbed all those years ago. Someone had broken into the garage and was inside of the house. My room was partially over the garage, just like mine. My dad heard it happen and quickly got me to safety. Police were called. The guy ran. Never caught. However, and my parents don't want a terrified kid on their hands. So for free- you, they pretended like nothing had ever happened. Supernatural, but it was like, something for sure. Bruh, imagine your parents keeping that secret from you for so many years. Oof. Like, oh. And, like, so, we, we are, like, we are one of those houses that, like, want to be the scariest houses on the street. So we had my window wide open because mine's, like, right in front of the house. Mm -hmm. And so they took out the screen to my window, which is the only way to not be able to get into my room from outside. Mm -hmm. And we still haven't put it back since. My dad keeps promising to put it back, but he keeps forgetting, and, like... Bruh, someone could just break into my room at any moment. It's creepy. Um...
1: Imagine, like... Dying in your own house.
0: That... Gary. Phantom alarm... This sounds like a good one. You ready? Yes. Um Um I can't read Shoot. Okay. When I Phantom Alarms. When I was in high school, I had a lot of these experiences. The house my dad lived in at the time, it was really old, built in the early 1800s. There were plenty of times I'd be sitting in the living room and distinctly hear the cabinets opening and closing in the kitchen. It was just me and my here. dad that <laughs> It was just me and my dad that lived in the house. Ooh. And you could clearly see when his bedroom door was shut and he was asleep, but still hear it. Ooh. Normally my dad worked seven to three seven to three, but occasionally worked at a PM or overnight shift. Shift. One night he was working until eleven. I was seventeen at the time. About eight or so. I'm sitting in my room playing bo- Borderlands. Oh, remember Borderlands? That
1: was awesome.
0: Yeah. And I think I hear footsteps coming from the living room, which was adjacent to my bedroom. Adjacent. I'm my dad's adjacent. No, I, I say that just to piss people off. I hate you. Adjacent. I'm sorry. I found out it pisses people off in, like, the second grade so i i do that and assume my dad's home early go back go back to playing board, so i go back to playing borderland i keep hearing the steps so i pause the game and li- the footsteps are slowly pacing back and forth between the living room and the kitchen in a steady rhythm i laid i laid in bed scared shitless and actually counted the steps every time it took 15 paces to the living room 15 back to the kitchen Needless to say, I did not fucking sleep that night. I had another situation at my mom's house over two years prior to this. Out of nowhere, my alarm clock would go off at midnight every night. I assumed it was busted and got rid of it. That happened to me too. It would go off every, every night at three in the morning. <clears throat> so I broke it. <laughs> Fast forward two years, my mom gets another brand new alarm clock from my room. Oh my god, that's exactly like me. <laughs> I <laughs> broke it on purpose, and then my mom got me a new one. Shoot. Also when I was 17. Oh, wait, shoot, shoot, shoot. Sorry. Um, fast forward two years, my mom got another brand new alarm clock from my room. Also when I was 17. Suddenly, the alarm goes off at midnight. I thought nothing of it. Turned it off. Happened again the next night, and then my sister pointed out the old one I had that did it. So I checked and made sure no alarms were set, double-checked at 11.56. Sure enough, four minutes later, my alarm goes, freaked, freaked out, and I threw it out. Freaked out, so I threw it out. The next night, I was at my dad's... Oh. It was my dad's night to have me. I had a buddy of mine over, and my dad was working that night. He left for work around 2 a.m., and my friend had bought over and I. Uh, brought over an iPod dock to listen to, me- to music Nice. So that's a, that's uh, a good I friend. My- I remember iPod dock. Ugh. Didn't have the clock set or anything. My friend knew nothing of the last nights. So I knew he wasn't just fucking... So about two minutes after my dad leaves, we hear an alarm clock coming from my room. I went in, and you know how... If you just plug in a clock without setting it, the numbers just blink on and off. Uh-huh. Well, I was doing. Th- well, it was doing that. As soon as I picked it up, the clock set itself to twelve o'clock and then just turned off by itself. Mm. Oh, shoot. So yeah, paranoid shit. I'm religious at all, but I am hundred percent convinced that it happened. That's the story. I found. Yeah. That happened to me, so, at my old, I've lived in three houses, four houses, my entire life. My first, well, they're not all houses. My first one was a condo, and that was the one where I had the alarm clock. I don't know where it ever came from. I didn't have an alarm clock in my room, or my parents' room. They didn't have one either, but every night at 3 a.m., I'm not even joking, I would hear this, like, little alarm tune from my living room and i'm like seven at the time so i would go out and i would like look for it but it's always just playing and i could never stop it and then so we moved to an to an apartment and the same exact thing happened so i used to like plug in headphones and listen to music all night and i it got rid of it for stop and it wasn't there anymore that was over and then we moved into this house and um i got an alarm clock and that same exact freaking thing happened so i broke it and then my mom got me a new and now it's so yeah alarm clocks i think they're just dumb like freaking people out you know Mm. you have a story
1: yeah, but I'm most likely everyone- I'm most- Most likely everyone's heard this. I just gotta make sure this <gasps> works. Oh, shoot.
0: Oscar Civilization no, is in No, that's progress. not what I want, that's
1: not what I want, that's not what I want.
0: Thank you. sama
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nah, okay. It's the story of, of the- I'm just gonna say eight feet tall each time it mentions her name. Because I physically cannot pronounce that.
0: What name? This. One sec. Let me see. Um. She don't, she, she
1: don't even try. She don't even try. Don't don't even try. Why? Eight feet tall, or insert name here, is a Japanese urban legend about a tall woman who ja- who dot da- of abducts children she's eight feet tall wears a long oh, white dress sure. and makes it sound like Po. Po Po. uh <laughs> my grandparents lived in japan every summer my parents would take me there on a holiday to visit them they lived in a small village and they had a big backyard i loved to play there during the summer when we when we arrived my parents my grandparents always welcomed me with open arms i was their only grandchild because so so they spoiled me can't speak sorry the last time I went to see them, uh, was when I was eight. As usually, my parent, as usual, my parents booked this flight to Japan, and we drove from the airport to my grandparents' house. They were delighted to see me and had a lot of little presents to give me. <laughs> I wish my grandparents did that for me. My, pa- my parents wanted to have some time by themselves, so after a few days, they took a trip to another part of Japan, leaving me in the care of my grandparents. That's cool. One day I was playing out in the backyard. Oh. My grandparents were inside the house, because cause you, you totally don't watch an eight-year-old child playing outside. It was a hot what summer's heck? day, and I lay down on the grass the grass to rest. I stayed up at the clouds and enjoyed the feeling of soft rays of the sun and the gentle breeze. Just as if I was about to get up, I heard a strange sound. Insert sound of Japanese lady here. Um, I didn't know what it what it was, and it was hard to figure out where it was coming from. It sounded like somebody was making the noise themselves, as if they were just saying noise over and over again in a deep, masculine voice. I was looking around searching noise? for- Noise? The yeah. word noise? <laughs> no, the the chaffin- the noise, whatever. I was looking around searching for the, the source of the noise when I suddenly noticed something was on top of the tall hedges that enclosed the backyard. It was a straw hat. It wasn't resting on the hedge, it was behind it. That's where the sound was coming from. Insert noise here. The, the hat then began to move move as if someone was wearing it. The hat stopped at the small gap, of, gap in the hedge, and I could see a face peering through. It was a woman, but the hedges were high, almost eight feet tall. That's an image. I, I was surprised at how tall the woman was. I was wondering if she was wearing stilts or some sort of huge high-heeled shoes. Then a split second later, she walked off, and strange noise disappeared with her, fading into the distance. Bewildered, I got up and wandered But ba- How did I- How am I able to say this, but not abducted? Bewildered, I got up and wandered- <laughs> Yeah. I'm able to say bewildered, but not abducted. I got up and wandered back into the house. My grandparents were in the kitchen drinking tea. Ew. I sat down at the table, and after a while, I told my grandparents what I had seen. They weren't really- paying attention to me until I mentioned that sound. As soon as I said that, both of them suddenly froze. Grandma's eyes grew wide, and she covered her mouth with her hand. Grandpa's face became very serious, and he grabbed me grabbed me by the arm. This is very important, he said in an intense voice. You must tell us exactly how tall was she. Was she, was she. As tall as the garden head, I replied, beginning to get scared. My grandfather bombarded me with questions. Where was she standing? When did this happen? What did you do? Did she see you? I tried to answer all of his questions as best as I could. He suddenly rushed out to the hallway and made a phone call. I couldn't hear what he was saying because he was talking in Japanese. I looked over well, at my Well, she heard grandma. him
0: but didn't understand.
1: No, I kind of added the Japanese part. I don't know. I looked over at my grandma as she was trembling. Grandpa came back barging into the room and spoke to my grandmother. I've gotta go out for a while, he said. You stay here with a child. Not even gonna say, like, the name. You stay here with a child. Like, she, like, she did something wrong. Just stay here with the child. Don't take your eyes off him for a second. What's going on, Grandpa? I cried. He looked at me with a sad expression in his eyes and said, You've been liked by... <sighs> we're, we're gonna try. Had You've been liked? liked? Wait, wait, shush. No, that's gonna sound- I'm gonna sound so offensive. You've been liked by eight feet tall woman that I can't pronounce. With that, he hurried out, got into his truck, and drove off. I turned to my grandmother and cautiously asked, Who's that? Don't worry, she replied in a shaking voice. Grandpa will do something. There's no need for you to worry. Well, you're obviously worried. Just call her Hatsume Miku. I'm not calling her Hatsume Miku. As we sat nervously Fine, in the kitchen going. waiting for my, grand- my grandfather to come back, she explained what was happening. She told me there was a dangerous thing that was haunting the area. They called it Hatsune Miku because of its height in Japanese that means 8 feet tall. It takes on the appearance of an extremely tall woman and makes it sound and makes a sound like po in a deep male voice. It appears slightly differently depending on who it sees, who sees it. Some say it looks like a haggard old woman in a kimono, and others say it's a girl in a white funeral shroud. One thing it, that it never changes is its height and the sound it makes. A long time ago, it was captured by monks, and they managed to confine it in a ruined building on the outskirts, on the outskirts of the village. They trapped it using four small religious statues called I can't pronounce that. They, that they placed on the uh, the north, south, east, and west of the ruins. It wasn't supposed to be able to move there, move from there. Somehow it managed to escape. The last time it appeared was 15 years ago, my grandmother said. My grandmother said that anyone who saw eight feet tall was destined to die within a few days. Whoa! It all sounded so crazy, I wasn't sure what to believe. When Grandpa came back, there was an old woman with him. She introduced herself as Khaesan, and, hand, and handed me a small crumpled piece of parchment, saying, Here, take this and hold it. Then she and Grandpa went upstairs to do something. I was left alone in the kitchen with my grandmother again. I needed to go to the toilet. Granny followed me to the bathroom and wouldn't let me shut the door. I was, I was beginning to get really frightened by all this. After a while, Grandpa, Grandpa and Kayson took me upstairs and brought me into my bedroom. The windows were covered in newspaper and lots of ancient ruin ruins had been written on them. There were small bowls of salt in all four corners. See, you know me, I would have already, I would have like devoured the bowls of salt in all four corners of the room, and a small Buddha figure placed at the center of the room on top of a wooden box. There was also a bright blue bucket. Uh what's the bucket for? That's for your pee and poo. Grandpa replied. Oh. Yeah. like well, she's not supposed to leave the room. I don't think. oh San sat me down on the bed and said, Soon the sun will be setting, so listen carefully. You must stay in this room until tomorrow morning. You must not come out under any circumstances until 12 o'clock tomorrow morning. Your grandmother and your grandfather will not speak to you or call you until then. Remember, do not leave the room for any reason until then. I will let your parents know what is going on. She she spoke in such a grave tone that all I could do was quietly nod my head. You have to follow Khe instructions to the letter, Grandpa told me, and never let go of the parchment she gave you. If anything happens, pray to the Buddha and make sure you lock this door when we leave. They walked out into the hallway after saying goodbye to them. Oh, wait, no. And after saying goodbye to them, I closed the bedroom door and locked it. I turned on the TV and tried to watch, but I was so nervous I felt sick to my stomach. Grandma had left some snacks and rice balls for me. Oh, that sounds so good. But I couldn't eat them. I felt like I was in prison, and I was very depressed and scared. I laid down on the bed and waited. Before I knew it, I was asleep. When I woke up, it was just after 1 a.m. All of a sudden, I realized that something was tapping on the window. I felt the blood draining from my face, and my heart skipped a beat. I desperately tried to calm myself down, telling myself it was just the wind playing tricks, or maybe the branches of a tree. I turned the volume up on the TV to drown out the tapping noises. Eventually, it stopped altogether. That was when I heard Grandpa calling me. Are you okay in there? He asked. If you're scared, you don't have to stay in there all alone. I can come in and keep you company. I smiled and rushed rushed over to open the door, but then I stopped in my tracks. I had goosebumps all over my body. It sounded like Grandpa's voice, but somehow it was different. I couldn't tell what it was, but I just knew. What are you doing? Grandpa asked. You can open the door now. I glanced to my left and a chill went down my my spine. The salt in the bowls was slowly turning black. I backed away from the door. My whole body was trembling with fear. I fell to my knees in front of the Buddha's statue and clutched the piece of parchment tightly in my hand. I started desperately praying for help. Please save me from Japanese name, I wailed. Then I heard the voice outside the door saying, noise. The tapping on the window started up again. I was overcome by fear and crouched in front of the statue, half crying and half praying for the rest of the night. I felt like it would never end, but eventually it was morning. The salt in all four bowls were pitch black. I checked my watch. It was 7.30 AM. I cautiously opened the door. Grandma and Kayson were standing outside waiting for me. When she saw my face, Grandma burst into tears. I'm so glad you're alive, she said. I went downstairs and surprised to see my father and mother sitting in the kitchen. Grandpa came down and said, hurry up, we have to get going. We went to the front door and there was a large black van waiting in the driveway. Several men from the village were standing around it, pointing at me and whispering, that's the boy. The van was a nine seater and they put me in the middle, surrounded by eight men. Kayson was in the driver's seat. The man on my left looked down at me and said, You've gotten yourself into quite some sort of trouble. And I know you're probably worried. Just keep your head down and your eyes shut. We can't see it, but you can. Don't open your eyes until we've got you safely out of here. Grandpa drove in front of my dad's car in front in front, and my dad's car was falling behind. When everyone was ready, our little convoy started moving. We were going fairly slow, about, around 20 uh, km, uh, kilometers an hour, or maybe less. After a while, Kaesan said, This is where it gets hard, and started muttering a prayer under her breath. That, that is when I heard the voice. Yeah, insert noise. I clutched the apartment me had given me tightly in my hand. I kept my head down, but I peeked outside. I saw a white. Oh my god. Why did she open her eyes?
0: What happened?
1: She opened her eyes. She was given and two instructions. That's... Keep your head down and close your eyes.
0: Okay, but tell me what happened. So,
1: they're going into the van. Cause they have to, she has to leave immediately, obviously. And... I, this girl, they- there, there's eight men sitting in the van. And they're- she was- she was yeah. been told- she she was told, put your head down and shut- I mean, no. Him.
0: Continue him. The story. Was... I know what's going on!
1: Uh, okay, shut up. I, uh, Continue I keep on saying she, but it's a guy. Um, I- I peeked outside. I saw a white dress fluttering in the breeze. It was moving along with the van. It was- yeah- she was outside the window, but she was keeping pace with us. Then suddenly she bent down and peered into the van. No, I gasped. The man besi- beside me shouted, Close your eyes! I immediately shut my eyes as hard as I could, and I tightened my grip on the piece of parchment. Then the tapping began, The voice be- and the voice became louder. There was tapping on the windows all around us. All of the men in the van were started on- and on edge, muttering nervously to themselves. They couldn't see eight feet tall, and they couldn't hear her voice, but they could hear her tapping on the windows. Kaisan started praying louder and louder until she was almost shouting. The tension inside the van was unbearable. After a while, the tapping stopped, and the voice disappeared. Kaisan looked back at us and said, I think we're safe now. All of the men around me b- breathed a sigh of relief. The van pulled over to the side of the road, and the men got out. They transferred me into my dad's car. My mother held me close, and tears were running down her cheeks. Grandpa and my father bowed to the men, and they went on their way. Kason came to the window and asked me to show her the piece of parchment she had given me. When I opened my hand, I saw that it had gone completely black. I think you'll be okay now, she said, but just to be sure, hold on to this for a while. She handed me a new piece of parchment. After that, we drove straight to the airport, and Grandpa saw us safely on, on the plane when we took off. My parents breathed a sigh of relief. My father told me that he had heard about eight feet tall before. Years ago, his friend had been liked by her. The boy disappeared and was never seen again. My father said that there were other people who had been liked by her and lived to tell about it. They all had to leave Japan and settle down in foreign countries. They were never uh, able to go back to their homeland. She always chooses chooses children as her victims. They say it's because children are dependent on their parents and family members. This makes it easier to deceive when she poses as their relatives," He said the men in the van were all blood relatives of mine. That's why they had been sitting all around me and why my father and grandpa had been driving in front and back. It was all done to try to, to confuse. Yeah, it took a while to contact everyone and get them together. So that was why I had to be confined in my room all night. He told me that... One of the little statues, the ones that were meant to keep her trapped, had been broken, and that was how she escaped. It gave me the chills. I was glad when we finally got home. All of this happened more than ten years ago. I haven't seen my grandparents since then. I haven't been able to so much set foot in that country again. Afterward, I would call them every few weeks and talk to them on the phone. Over the years, I tried to convince myself that it was just an urban legend, that everything that happened was just an elaborate prank, but sometimes I'm not too sure. My grandfather died two years ago. When he was sick, he wouldn't allow me to visit him, and he left strict instructions in his visit that I wasn't allowed to attend his funeral. It was all very sad. My grandmother called a few days ago. She said that she had been de-diagnosed, de-diagnosed, oh, she said, diagnosed with cancer. She missed me terribly and wanted to see me one last time before she died. Are you sure, Grandma? I asked. Is it safe? It's been ten years, she said. All that happened a long time ago. It's all forgotten. You're on, you're all grown up now. I'm sure there won't be a problem. Um, what about eight feet tall? I said. Uh-oh. For a moment, there was a silence on the other phone, on the other end of the phone. Then I heard a deep, masculine voice saying, "Noise! the, the noise." My stomach hurts from reading that. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Alright, so I have a true story. My um, this is, this actually happened. It's not fake, I swear. I wish it was fake. I wish it was a prank, but no, no. <laughs> okay, so, I'm kind of a weird child, apparently. I sleepwalk and I sleep talk a lot. And last year, actually, I think... It happened last year. Next month, it will be the same exact day that it happened. Yeah. Wow. It's been time. Yeah, last year, I was sleeping. And (laughs) I woke up in my parents' bed. And I was really confused, but my I just got ready and I went to school. And I came back from school. I asked my dad what happened or why I was in his bed. He said, "Well, last night something weird happened," and I was like, "What?" It's like I don't know if I should tell you. I don't, I don't think you'd be happy. I'm like, Dad, just tell me it's fine. And he says, okay, last night, me and your mom were sleeping, and we heard screaming from outside. So, of course, they ran out, and their room is right in front of the stairs. And they see me, eyes wide open, bawling my eyes out, and screaming bloody murder at the top of the stairs, like holy I'm not crap. even joking. They hear me just bawling my eyes out, screaming at the top of my lungs. Like I've seen something horrible at the top of my uh, at the top of the stairs, and they said it looked like I was about to jump. Oh, holy crap! I I don't remember having a dream. I don't remember anything. And they don't let me put my door open because of that. Because I always sleep in my door closed, because, like, I'm not going to let those hallway monsters get me. I guess <laughs> that one night, I fell asleep on the couch, so they brought me to my room, and they let me sleep there, but they forgot to close the door. And that happened, yeah. Very, right? Jesus. I still terrifying. don't know the reason. Yeah. I, I'm afraid myself. I, like...
1: Imagine committing suicide in your sleep.
0: Yeah, I could have. I don't know if that's what was going on.
1: If your parents were deep, heavy sleepers and they didn't hear you. Like.
0: What if they just woke up one morning? Huh?
1: What if they just woke up that, like, that next morning and went downstairs and just saw saw you?
0: I would freak out as a parent. I would scream. Alright, alright, but here's a. Story, one of the, not my story, but one of the stories, called She Heard It Through the. Four years ago, I lived in a very large farm that was converted into two apartments. The house was known as the Old Boys Home. It used to be a, it used to house boys with behavior issues. Ooh. But behavioral issues. But was closed due to allegations of molestation. Oh, Whoa. Anyway, oh. I was living with my boyfriend and three year old daughter at the time. My bedroom had a large fireplace that had been boarded up and painted over. I decided to push my bed up against it one day while I was arranging things. It was like a headboard. That night, around one AM, I had heard very small voices saying, Mom, Mom, Mommy. I'd sat up in my in bed but didn't see anything so I reached over my boyfriend trying to down trying to grab down wait what trying to grab down to grab my daughter and put her in our bed. I kept feeling around and I was still hearing the voice but I couldn't feel her. My boyfriend looked up and turned the bedside lamp on asking me what the hell are you doing? I explained that Amelia was trying to get in our bed and was reaching for There was nobody there. My daughter was sound asleep in her room. Then the the next night came. Around 1 a.m. again, my dog had started to whimper at our door. So my boyfriend got up to take him outside. You know that feeling in a bed when someone lies down next to you? Where the bed pushes in and there's a in your back? I felt that. Mm. So I assumed my boyfriend had come back to bed. I rolled over. My boyfriend wasn't in the bed, and I felt the freaking bed release pressure. Whatever was laying next to me had gotten up in that second. I moved my bed the next day to the other side of the bed, and never, and never had another in the two years that I remained in the That's not fun.
1: <sighs> I'm scared. Dude, that dog was trying to warn you y'all.
0: Bruh, I'm I like how you have like the longest. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I used to,
1: like I just have a bunch of uh stories saved.
0: Um, uh, I'm gonna do another
1: an one. Too long. Should we do a part two to the podcast? Cause how we're long is it?
0: We're almost out of time.
1: That Japanese urban legend I told was long. We went. Yeah, we went from, we'll we went from twenty minutes. We went from twenty minutes to forty
0: nine. Oh crap. Uh, should we do a part two? Oh wait, no, it hasn't been an hour. It yet. It hasn't been an hour yet. We've Got time? Yeah. I'll do a long one. Yeah, sure. Right. Okay. So I haven't read this one yet because I've been reading through these ones before. Um, reading these to you. I'm choosing like short ones. Oh, I love Annie, Annie 96's typing. Have you ever? Oh
1: watched, my gosh. Done that? Yes. I hate That's that. That's great. That, that scared me.
0: Okay, I'm gonna read it to you guys. You ready?
1: Mm hmm.
0: It's great. I love it. Annie 96. Uh, here. Maybe I should like. Do voices. Uh, this is not gonna be good. Whatever. You asleep? No. Guess you're not either. Face. Can't. It's the wind. Sounds like cats fighting. What's your excuse? Studying. So that's what they call porn now? (laughs) What the fuck? I forgot. Not denying it? McDavid is typing. I still can't believe what Johnny did today me neither boy has issues what the heck the wind's so loud that doesn't sound normal no wind over here just rain lucky you i need my beauty sleep damn right you do Ooh. it's just like on and off there's no if it if it's double text then i'll talk what you mean i look this is a double t- text shoot i think i hear footsteps on the gravel outside Get your crazy dad to check it out. I'm home alone. Remember the family holiday? I told you this. Really? Till when? We should hang out. They really sound like footsteps, but there's something odd about them. I should look out the window, but my bed is so warm. Sure, you want to look out the window when you're alone? What if there really is looking up at you? Not funny, David. Wow, chill. I'm sure it's nothing. Gonna check, BRB. If there's something strange in the neighborhood, who are you gonna call? Ghost Any 96 is typing. David, there's someone in the garden. What? Really? Yes, I can see a man's back. What's he doing? He's looking for something on his hands and knees in the bushes. Probably, uh,
1: probably <laughs> giving someone a head.
0: Hi, probably looking for his drugs. David, one this head. is serious. What do I do? Nothing. He'll probably go away by. Oh my God! Now he's digging with his bare hands. He's ruining the garden. Shoot! He's turning around. What does he look like? David, what the heck? This isn't funny. What? How are you doing that? What are you talking about? I can see that's you in my garden, right in here. Touching your phone. Look up. I'm by the window. Can't you hear me banging on it? Oop. Frick, Annie. You're scaring me too. Oh, it glitched. It, I hate the glitch thing. I'm definitely not in your garden. Not me. Stop playing around. I can see your face and you're wearing that stupid football jacket you're so proud of. It must be someone who looks like me. Honestly, Annie, I'm at home playing around. It has to be a friend of yours, David, playing a sick prank. How else could he be wearing your jacket? There are loads of jackets like that. My friends don't look anything like me. You just have me on your Digging again. Freaking leave already. Annie, do you have a gun in your house? Don't be stupid, David. I couldn't shoot anyone. You don't have to use it. Just show that you're carrying. Doesn't that jacket have your name on the back? Yeah, the team all got one with their name on. I can see your name. What? What the heck is this, David? Annie, that jacket's in my closet. Frick, he's seen me. Why is he smiling like that? He's coming. Call the cops. Annie? Annie, pick up. I've called the cops. Told them there's a break-in attempt at your place. They said they'd be there, but it'll take half an hour. Annie, are you there? It It's in the house. Can't talk. I have to be quiet. Lights off. Bruh, she's texting, but whatever. I'm in the closet with a knife. Hard to type, shaking too much. Frick, frick, hang in there, Annie. The police will be there in 20 minutes. He is? It, not he. Look on it when it saw me, on it, when it saw me David. No person could look like that. Jesus Christ, does it know where you are? No, I grabbed the knife when I saw it running towards the I got in the closet when I was taking it. Okay, good, you'll be fine. A druggy doesn't have the brain, so I'm hiding in the closet. The police will be there soon. Oh God, it's calling out to me. It doesn't sound like you, David. Voices so deep, filling the house, filling my head. What is it saying? Come out, Annie. I just want to look at you. It keeps repeating that over and over. I'll explain what happened. In the end, have I gone mad? I know what happens
1: you know in the what end. What
0: it feels like. Me too. No, no, no. Like the yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, but they don't know. Ugh. Just ten more minutes, Annie. I keep it together. You're so strong. You'll get through this. It's coming up the stairs, but only irregular steps. Why does it look like Dave? You, David. I don't know. Please believe me. Can you make it stop? Please make it stop. I would if I could. I promise you. It's at the end of the. A- David. I didn't say anything to my parents. I just listening to music. Is that the last time I see them, Annie? This has something to do with you, David. Only you can make it. St- think fast. I don't know how, Annie please please it might be because i think about you so much i think about you all the time this is not a time to be corny shut up to stop i don't know how it's scraping something on the walls getting closer please david i'm trying i'm trying so hard it's slowing down try harder whatever you're doing it's working it stopped. I can't hear anything. Really, don't go out yet. Stay put until the police get there. What should I tell him if he's gone? Everything, Annie. Everything. I didn't know you felt that way about me, David. Smiley face. I'm so glad it stopped. Can you come over in the morning, David? I really need to see you. Smiley face. Of course, Annie. I'll be there. Great. I can't wait. Annie. Annie, how do I know this is you? Annie 96 went offline. Damn. Okay. So, here's the explanation. So, there is this so the Johnny boy that they were talking about has a huge crush on David and he was and he loves him so much that he tried to look exactly like him and even made a jacket just like his. And he knows, knows that he likes Annie and Annie likes him. So he killed Annie, and when she said, David, it stopped, that, that was the last jolly. time that it was actually Annie. He her claws in, stabbed her with the knife that she had and buried her in that thing that he was digging up. And he went offline because, um, yeah. Crazy, right? Yep. So okay. yeah, um, if you know there's a psychopath liking the person who likes you, don't Tell them that you like them back in front of everyone. Yeah. That's. Because you might get yourself killed. Yep. Mm hmm. Okay. That gave me chills. How much time do we have? Three minutes. Oh, no, two minutes. Two minutes.
1: Exactly two minutes.
0: Uh, Let's tell a short story then. Um. One, oh, at my, at my aunt's house, my, practically my second house, because when, whenever I'm not here, I'm there, Hmm. usually, but, like, we had this rocking chair in the backyard, and we would play outside, all, and it's not really windy there much, unless it really is, but one day, I saw it rocking, and our grandma was like, "The family, the one who kept the family alive—that's what they called her. Called her darling, the one who kept the family." Alive, died a few years back. Um, me and Nathan, who were the oldest, uh, were the only ones to actually see her, so. We were always super suspicious about stuff, super suspicious, whatever, about paranormal stuff and such because we just really wanted to see her again. And one day, the the rocking chair is rocking, and Nathan pointed it out, and I was like, "Maybe it's Lola Darling." <laughs> yeah, because we're kids, think about. That. But knew. But really, it was just me trying not to my brother out. My brother's scared of ghosts and stuff. But I know that apparently, according to my family, the house that she died in, which was my cousin's house, is haunted by her. Not bad haunted, but good haunted. Like, they'll get, like, some crazy things happen to them. I don't want to get too much into it. Because, like, we only have two minutes. And um, that rocking chair would rock every single day. And we would never touch it because we would be afraid of it. Because one day I told Nathan, oh, uh, that's not our grandma. And one day I told, I did my brother to sit on it. The next morning he woke up with a huge red hand mark on his back. As if he was slapped. We don't have abusive parents. We don't have anyone. Um, I didn't hit him when we were play fighting. But it was only after that, after he sat there. Oh, wow. And it was scary. And then the next day, we looked at the chair. And holy crap. It's like an old chair. And it's like, it has black paint on it. And the paint was chipping, of course, because it's old and it was sitting out in the sun. And there was a hand, like, the paint chipped off. But, like, in the freaking form of a hand, and it freaked the shit. Out. The same exact size and freaking shape. Like as my brothers. So he said, Haley, you sit on it. Maybe like you'll get the same thing. And I'm like, Okay? I sat on it for five minutes because I'm brave, you know. We had to throw the rocking chair away after that. I had scratches and burn marks all over my back. And like handprints and all this shit. Next day, all the freaking paint was chipped off. That's
1: not fun.
0: Scared shitless.
1: That sounds really scary. Yeah. Um.
0: I'm. I wanted to die. Do you have any scare? Oh wait. We should probably make a part two. That's probably. We went two minutes minutes.
1: over. Ah, Okay.
0: Nice. Four minutes.
1: So. Yeah, that was your chaotic experience. Scary stories were.
0: Yeah. We'll make a uh, part two because I really love scary stories. I'm getting chilled. My stomach is like hurting.
1: I want to throw up.
0: Same. Oh. See ya. (laughs) See you guys. Remember, do you like Cock and Ball Torture? If you do, give us a follow.
1: This isn't. This isn't. This isn't Twitter.
0: No, no, no. You can follow the. You can follow the podcast.
1: Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Part two in the making. Let's go.